This episode of Sorry Right Number is sponsored by Yummy Yeti. That's Y-U-M-M-I-Y-E-T-T-I. If you're a snack fiend and you love snacks, check out YummyYeti.com. Snack locally. I'm Damon. And I'm Audra. And we are Sorry Right Number. Tonight's episode is um, Season 3, Episode 14. 15. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. Episode 15, My Own Place. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll read a synopsis and then we'll get we'll get into it a young man greet i'm sorry let me start it over a young man gets a great deal on a new york apartment then discovers he has a mysterious roommate okay so this one's kind of played like half comedy i would say half wouldn't you agree uh yeah yeah and here I'll give it this. I'll give it this guy. Uh, this one I, I didn't like it, but I did not hate it. It wasn't like last week's. Uh, what was it? The milkman cometh. I mean it. It 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 it, it was. It tried to do more with its minuscule budget. Yeah, it was trying. It wasn't as horrible as some of them. Even though I thought it was funny, and it talks about oh, so this guy comes, he comes in, and he gets this great deal on a uh, on an apartment, two hundred and eighty five dollars a month. Yeah, t- yeah, two hundred eighty five dollars, and it kind of reminded me of my first place, and uh, the first place I was going to get by myself. I was, uh, yeah, I was eighteen, and my rent, and I thought I was paying a lot. My rent. What are you doing? I can hear like uh... nothing. I'm just sitting here. Oh, that's weird. I hear like a thing. No. Oh. Um. Yeah, my rent was three hundred and ten dollars a month, and I remember thinking, "God, it's so much money." So to hear two eighty-five, it's just like it's just so funny. Well, he even says in it, "I'm used to paying five hundred dollars a month and sharing a place." Yeah, I was like, Jesus, that'd be awesome. <laughs> or yeah. not sharing it, but. But yeah. Hey, well. four times that now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. Lord. And remember the landlady who was a badly done stereotype of an uh, East Indi- Indian lady. 
Well, they actually got an East Indian woman. Right, but she was kind of stereotyping. But she was, yeah. she was absolutely stereotyping. But she had specifically stated that they don't rent to relatives. Right. And, and so you're, immediately you know, you know, the, you know something's up with her. Yeah. That, so the guy's like, I'll take it. And uh, it's so funny. It's supposed to be this great apartment. But all we actually see is one corner of yeah. the apartment. And yeah. it's like they did like, uh, and which was really big in the eighties, the <coughs> the uh, doorways with uh, stained glass. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, it, it's it's an old thing, but it had a kind of a resurgence in the eighties. I remember everyone was having those things kind of put in. Well, they were trying to go Art Deco a little. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, it was <laughs> so he finds this great place, and. Uh, and he has has his fiance come over. And, and I don't know. The guy was a bad actor. He overreacted yeah. with yeah. everything. Like, okay, uh, so he they have sex, and he wakes up. He has and, nightmares too. Oh, that's right. He has nightmares that he looks like he's in the Middle East, and he's being surrounded by other Middle Easterns, and they they're like reaching for him, and he's all freaked out. And he wakes up, and then there's this Indian guy. In his apartment. Another stereotype. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what was his name? Uh, oh, crap, I forgot his name. Harsh. Harsh Nair. Yeah. The guy's been in a ton of stuff. I, I mean, he's... He was in Hilgado. He was in Men in Black 1. He was in Gandhi. He was in the Peacemaker. He was in quite a bit of movies. He was actually a good actor. Yeah. He was so young in this. I know. But still balding. It was yeah. funny. But, but yeah, uh, next thing you know, this guy is like freaking out because there's a ghost. Or, well, he doesn't realize it's a ghost at first, but obviously Harsh is definitely there yeah. and not supposed to be there. And, and I don't know. It was just... It's very silly. With you the, need uh, to get out right now. And I'm like, okay. Uh, my favorite was when he was like, he's so it's the next day. So yeah. So he wakes up this, you know, he had yelled at his girlfriend to leave. I don't know. Guy's just like a real jerk. And he immediately kind of makes kind of quasi racist. Uh, yeah. Things to him, you know. <laughs> The guy's doing his laundry and cooking for him, you know. And it's clear it's something supernatural. It's so funny with these shows. If what would you do if just some strange woman just materialized in your house and refused to leave? I mean, oh. and once you realize she's not like a regular person, she's actually an entity. Oh, I know what to do. But you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. How would you react? I have I mean, done it. How would I guy- react? Yeah, not well, the way he did. <laughs> this guy reacts like, uh, you know, like th- this happens all the time. It's just so, I know the show, I've said it before, I know the show has to, um, you know, they have a short amount of time to get the point across, but and they, they got to find a better friendly. way. Yeah, and they got to, but they got to, they should have wrote a better way for people to react to supernatural things like, oh, I guess this is how it is. You know, it's just like there's no. And here's me going. I'm gonna get some salt, <laughs> and I got my obsidian and my wand and my staff, and I'm like we're gonna do some shit, bitch, out of my place. 
But this guy is just like, when I come back from work, you better be gone. And anyway. Right? And the girlfriend so, thinks he's like, oh, the girlfriend asked him if his sinuses are acting up. Yeah. Remember? <laughs> that, which was a weird thing to ask. Because he's like, it would be he was hallucinating. Right. Because no one else sees him or hears him. And uh, so the guy refuses to leave. He says they should be, uh, they have to coexist. And I mean, you could see what was going to happen from the time it was just him and the landlords. Like, okay, she has something going on here. There's it's a, a reason, cheap place. Yeah. It's a cheap place. It's nice. She keeps bringing up family members. She right. brought it up a couple times. Like, okay, something's going on. But anyway, so you basically the uh, it was they were trying to bring her was he or was the Indian guy her brother? He yeah, he was a relative of hers. I can't remember if yeah. he was her brother or her cousin, but in you know, he and he was talking about how, you know, the apartment is amazing. You have a flush toilet and a stove, you know, and he was talking yeah. about how he lived in the gutter and lived you know, among other people. So basically he was a very low caste um, yeah, person, you know, right. and this was like heaven to him. So, and then of course the guy who's renting the apartment is all like, you need to go, but that's it. Doesn't like call the landlady, <laughs> you know? No. So he ends up, uh, he was, I forget what it was trying to do. They're trying to trade. Uh, or take his body or take his place basically he was trying to take his place a little and you know because the guy keeps having nightmares that he's in the gutter with all the people around him grabbing for him right so basically yeah you get a real like the ghost is trying to take over so yeah so it ends up it, that ends up happening I should well, have rewatched it, but I didn't. I, I really love the, the last scene with the girlfriend where he's obviously all sweaty. And I'm like, is he coked up or is he, you know? Yeah, having, boned up. Having, <laughs> like, because you never know with those 80s shows. Sometimes the actors are all sweaty and you're like, oh, they were coking it up. But they're not. it's not It's not congruent to the scene, you know? But right. he's all sweaty and acting up and acting weird. And like, you don't know. And the girlfriend's like, fuck you. I'm breaking up with you. Yeah. I was like, "Wow, okay." <laughs> but that they did quick. it. They did what they could to make him just be a complete jerk. It was, you know, it had to be it, like all the villains on the show. It has to be over the top for us to get the point. Well, like know. remember, he nailed the ghost in the bedroom and then comes back, and the ghost obviously isn't there. You know? Yeah. Then the ghost locks him in the bedroom. You know. Yeah. So yeah, it was like so they he officially took a guy's body over, and they were trading. Like all the stuff he had did to separate him was actually helping the Indian guy, so so he ended up uh, eventually trading spots, and so the Indian guy became that the white guy, and the white guy woke up in the in the other in India on his deathbed. Yeah, or his, yeah, no, or, he woke up and then he heard glass breaking. And yeah, they then, were going to kill him. Yeah, and then he jumps out the fucking well. Basically, they don't show it, but they imply he jumps out the window. Yeah. And then the next scene is the landlady showing another tenant. That's right. Yeah. It's just like another it's, it's, it, I wonder if it was like because it was another white person, so I was wondering maybe if they're trying to say something with like gentrification. I I don't know. I, I doubt this 
it could have been deep. yeah it wasn't very deep and it was like it was almost like the ending doesn't match up with what they were also trying to do throughout the episode right it was almost like they're like oh how are we gonna wrap this up well this and this and, oh we don't have any money we're gonna do this yeah you know it just didn't fit oh so yeah it wasn't as uh bad as previous episodes but, but it, um, it wasn't good <laughs> no it wasn't good it, it's rarely good <laughs> but uh we are looking at this was february 18th 1987 and uh, uh some big movies came out that week uh some really good ones actually uh well the first one was Winners Take All. Oh, that was a classic, yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't care for that one, but here's the rest of them, and you've seen them all probably multiple times. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, The oh, Dream yeah. Warriors, mm-hmm. Some Kind of Wonderful, mm-hmm. Angel Heart. Oh, I love that movie. Me too. It's a great one. It's a really Lisa cool Bonet, it's a, yeah. Yeah, it's a cool mystery. When yeah. you realize, well, I don't want to give it away, but the ending is pretty cool. And then what, you know, you think this character is one guy and he's actually something to, completely different. Yeah, it's but a was, good was, hook. Yeah, it's a very good hook. Um, and Lethal Weapon. So oh. it was a big week. Mel Gibson, when he was still hot and not disgusting. And cool. Here, yeah, yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, people. Yeah. But. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, let's go and, with the top. Go ahead. And he wasn't an, an open se- anti-Semite back then. <laughs> oh, yeah. It wasn't a Holocaust denier like his father. Yeah. Ugh. All right. Top five songs in the U.S. Uh, number five, Samantha Fox, Touch oh, Me. Yes. It's one of the first times you actress mm-hmm. make the transition. She went from porn to just Skinamax to... Um, successful pop career that lasted a couple of albums i mean who, yep. you know, that was like one of the first to like make break that barrier down between you know the could a porn person go mainstream so i thought i always thought that was kind of crazy no one talks about it was the a, fox nope not anymore but it was a big deal back then yeah uh yuli huey lewis in the news Jacob's oh yeah ladder chicago uh, Chicago, yep. will you still love me? Uh, Georgia Satellites, keep your hands to yourself. I love that song. I saw them live. Uh, they opened for Robert Plant. I wasn't a Georgia Satellites fan. I wasn't even that much of a Robert Plant fan. I mean, I like Led Zeppelin, but Robert Plant's solo stuff is eh, it's okay. Mm, yeah, it was all right. But I went because a friend of mine who... Uh, we used to live next a uh, couple apartments down um won a radio contest and uh, kind of on accident so we were both we're both going to this real great seat i think we we're in the 10th row nice. <laughs> and we saw these two bands we, he won the tickets on a radio show and we were both kind of half fans and it was like yeah two people could have gone to this that would have been super into it <laughs> but we're like looking at our watches like yeah okay wrap it up do one, you know, one Led Zeppelin song for every three of your not so great solo songs. Right. So anyway, uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> well, that was a tangent. 
Um, and Bon Jovi living on a prayer. Oh God, I'm sorry, but I think Bon Jovi are overrated. But oh, I I couldn't agree more. Yeah, not that much of a fan. Nope. All right, well that is the top five songs. Uh, there's not a whole lot going on other than uh, a pretty pretty stacked uh, week in the film for. Uh, oh yeah. That was that, that was when movies were just starting to get good again. 